What is good, everyone? Welcome back to yet again another podcast, the last one of the year, 2019. And let me tell you, boys and girls, we have a good one. We have 10 bowl games to talk about, and then we have five NFL games to go over for this weekend. Let me tell you, it's a big show. I can't wait to get into it, and I can't wait for my picks to be correct well, at least I hope they're going to be correct. Let's be real. But let's dig right into it. Let's start with some bowl games. First up on the list, San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl, which is Friday, December 27th. It's number 22, USC, 8-4, and four, versus number 16, Iowa, 9-3. and three. Iowa is a two-point favored. It's going to be a great matchup. I do believe Iowa wins this game. I think it's going to be a low, mid-20s score. I have Iowa winning 24-20 as the higher-ranked team will win this game. Let's move on to the game on Saturday, which will be on December 28th. You got the Goodyear Cotton Bowl, number 17, Memphis, 12-1, versus number 10, Penn State, who is 10-2. Penn State is 7-point favored, and they should be. No matter what the record is for Memphis or Penn State looking at it, Penn State is a better team. They play in a better conference. They play tougher teams. Memphis plays in the American. They don't play very many tough teams. You got you have UCF. You have Cincinnati. You have those teams, but, I mean, you don't play some teams like Penn State does. You got, Penn State's got Memphis, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Iowa. I think this game is going to be more than 7 points. Uh, difference. I have Penn State winning 34-21. It'll be a good matchup. The combo, I always like to watch. It's played at AT&T Stadium in Dallas. It's a great game. Let's move on to the Capital One Orange Bowl, which is played on Monday, December 30th. You got number 9, Florida, who is 10-2, playing number 24, Virginia, who is 9-4. This is going to be a bad game, I feel like. I feel like this game... Is going to be a blowout. Florida is, I wouldn't say peaking, but I mean, they're playing pretty good football right now. They have lost only two games, including one of them to LSU. So put that in perspective. Virginia, on the other hand, just got demolished by Clemson. They're lucky they're in the top 25 still. They were destroyed by Clemson. It was not a very good game to watch in the ACC Championship. Uh, Florida's a 15-point favorite. They should be. I'm surprised it's not more, actually. I have Florida winning 37-20. 37-20. I think this will probably be one of the bigger spreads of the quote-unquote ranked teams going at each other in the the bowl games, but then again, you kind of think these are bowl games. You never know what to expect in bowl games. Most of the time, some of the best players sit out the bowl games because they're not willing to get injured before the draft or the combine coming up. So we'll see. I have Florida winning though, thirty-seven to twenty. Let's move on to Wednesday, January first. There are a lot of good games on this day. There usually is. You get the gist. First up, the Outback Bowl, number 18, Minnesota, 10-2, versus number 12, Auburn, who is 9-3. Auburn is a 7.5-point favorite. 
Excuse me. Listen, if you would have asked me this question about four weeks ago, I would have picked Minnesota in a heartbeat. Minnesota was playing at the right time. They were playing real well. Then they started losing some games that you didn't think they would lose. Auburn, on the other hand, they're playing well. Bo Nix has been playing really well. He's looked very good. They just came off a win against Alabama. So I like I like the spread here. I like the 7.5. Not going to lie. I have Auburn winning 26-19 over Minnesota. You know, it's not going to be uh, too low of a scoring game, but I don't think it'll be as high as people predict it could be. I think Auburn's going to try to run the ball at Minnesota because in the Big Ten, you run the ball a lot and their defense is sussed. Minnesota's passing defense is better than their run defense, so you've got to run it at them. And I think Bo Nix is going to make some plays with his legs that people aren't expecting him to do. So I do like Auburn in that matchup. Let's move on to the VRBO Citrus Bowl. Number 14, Michigan 9-3 versus number 13, Alabama 10-2. And And Alabama's a 7-point favorite here. And usually I'd be like, yeah, that's good, that's good. But I'm going off the edge here, and I think Michigan's going to win this game. I don't know why, but I have this feeling that Michigan will win this game. It's something about that defense I like a little more than I do about Alabama's offense at this moment. It's not that I think Michigan's defense is better than Alabama's by no means. Oh, no, 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 no. I just think Michigan's defense can do just enough to stop Alabama's offense more than Alabama defense can do to stop Michigan's offense. And the score prediction might surprise you guys too. I have Michigan winning 34-30. Yeah, it's going to be a little higher than I think people predict. I think most people are going to think it'll be like a 24-17, 24-20 matchup. I have a 10 point more than most people probably will. I have a 34-30, Michigan wins. Shea Patterson will do just enough with his arm. The run game will be there for Michigan. And then on defense, they're going to cause a a turnover or two. And they're going to stop the run. Because once you stop the run right now with Alabama, then you've got to force them to throw. And they don't want to do that with their quarterback. So I like Michigan in this matchup. I don't know why. I don't know if it's a good option. But I'm going with Michigan. Let's move on to the Oregon Bowl. The Rose Bowl. You have number 16, Oregon, who's 11-2 versus number 8, Wisconsin, 10-3. and three. Which really surprises me that Wisconsin's favorite in this matchup. I don't like that if I'm a better. I do. I mean, actually, I love that if I'm a better. You're, you're giving me three with Wisconsin? Yo, fam, chill. Let's be real here. Wisconsin's not... Not that powerhouse. Yeah, they played pretty well in the first half against Ohio State. Did you see the second half? Yeah, they didn't look good at all. I like Oregon in this matchup. I like Oregon big. I have Oregon winning 37-24. Oregon plays in the Rose Bowl, it seems like, almost every other year. <laughs> Let's be real. Oregon's got a great quarterback that I think is the second best quarterback going in the draft. Right behind, obviously, LSU's Joe Burrow. Herbert is a great quarterback. Their offense runs well. That offensive line for Oregon is un- unmatched. One of the most veteran leadership offensive lines you have. Wisconsin, yeah, they've got a good offense, but I think Oregon's going to do just enough to stop the run game that Wisconsin wants to do. And once you stop the run with Wisconsin, they get shell-shocked and they try to th- their quarterback forces some things. And you can't do that against Oregon. Oregon will make you pay. 
That's why I think Oregon wins this game 37-24. Then the last game on that Wednesday slate is the All-State Sugar Bowl. Number 5, Georgia, 11-2 versus number 7, Baylor, 11-2 as well. Baylor is a 6-point underdog, and they should be. Listen, I don't know who their quarterback's going to be for Baylor. That's one thing that's sus about this game. Number 2, it's it's an SEC versus Big 12 game. Those are always very confusing because obviously Big 12 is a powerhouse offense while SEC is a powerhouse kind of defense running the game, slow the game down, run the clock. Georgia obviously just coming off another a beatdown against LSU where they got beat up pretty well in the SEC championship game. But Baylor played a phenomenal game against Oklahoma with their third-string quarterback. It took it to overtime and lost. I don't think they can do that if their third-string quarterback is playing against Georgia. If their third-string quarterback or even their backup is playing, they're gonna get they're gonna get beat pretty well. Uh, but I'm going off the fact that I think one of the backups is playing for Baylor, and I have Georgia winning this game, 31-17. I first had it 31-27, and then I was like, no, 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 no. Let's not do that. I think it'll be more of a spread with the backups in it. 31-17, Georgia will control the game from beginning to end. Let's move on to games that will happen on this Saturday of the 28th. So when the combo plays, these two games will be played. But these obviously are two huge games. The Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl in the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. The semifinals of the playoffs for the college football. First up, number four, Oklahoma, 12-1 versus number one, LSU, 13-0. And LSU's 13-point favorite. And let me be real. I I like to spread a little bit here. I don't think it'll be a 13-point win for LSU, though. Just because it's a big game. Somehow Jalen Hurts is going to do just enough to get there. I like LSU to win this game, no doubt. This is going to be a high-scoring game. Let me tell you, I like this to be a high-scoring game. I have LSU winning 43-34. Joe Burrow throws for three touchdowns against that Oklahoma defense. He may throw for four. He could have five total touchdowns and one rushing. You never know with Joe Burrow. This man is a goon. I love him. Joe Burrow is going to carry LSU into the championship game with a 43-34 win over Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts had a great year at Oklahoma. C.D. Lamb, obviously, great game, great year at Oklahoma as well. But their season comes to an end in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Let's move on to the next game, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Number three, Clemson, 13-0 versus number 12. Number 12, yep, yep, because number three versus number 12 in the playoffs. JT, get your shit together. Number three, Clemson versus number two, Ohio State. You, both of them are 13-0, undefeated, great year. And I love the line. Ohio State is a two-and-a-half-point underdog. Listen, I love, I love, I love Chase Young and what he's done at Oklahoma. I like Fields at Ohio State. But give me Trevor Lawrence all day, man. I love Trevor Lawrence. I think Clemson goes on and wins this game 31-27. Clemson is a great team, and they're always they're under the radar this year, which I think is a huge advantage 
for any team like Clemson. And Debo, I bet Debo, Dabo Sweeney has the easiest job as a coach. He doesn't have to make their players pump up or anything. Think about it. Oh, we won the national championship last year. And guess what? They don't think we're good enough. Literally, all you gotta—you don't even have to be like, guys. We gotta—we gotta go out here and work. You, those players for Clemson are wanting to prove everyone wrong, and they're gonna start by doing that in the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl when they go and beat Ohio State, the best defensive player in the college football. Chase Young. They go in there, win 31-27, which sets up a great matchup. A great matchup. In the college football playoff championship game, number three, Clemson, will who, which will be 14-0 at the time, versus number one, LSU, which will be 14-0 as well in the championship game. And I, I put my own line on this. I feel like, I, I think it's pretty cool that I could, I'm going to try this and see if this does plan out that both teams make it in the spread. I, I, I predict the spread if these two match up. I think the spread would be, I first went with, I first went with 14 and a half point favorite for LSU. But then I said, no, it's going to be closer. It's a championship game. I went five and a half. I think LSU would be favored five and a half if this matchup came true with Clemson and LSU. So LSU would be five and a half point favorite. And I have LSU winning this game if they match up. So my college football championship would college football champion and number one team in the nation this year would be LSU. LSU wins 37-31. Think about it. Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, must-see TV. That's what people want to see in college football. It's like you want to see uh, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes play each other. You want Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow to play each other. I think that's what you need to see. I don't want to see Jalen Hurts versus uh, Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. I want Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence going at each other. I think LSU wins. My man Seth Wansing will be very happy. He'll be very happy to start the new year off well. So, give me LSU to win 37-31 in the championship game. You have all those other games I picked. They're great bowl games. Bowl season has been underway. But the good bowl game matchups start this weekend, man. I can't wait. I'm going to hopefully watch the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl and the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. On Saturday, down in New Orleans, it'll be great. The day before I get on my cruise, it's going to be fantastic. And then the day after I get off the cruise that Monday, I'll be back. I'll still be in New Orleans, and I'll watch the championship game. I can't wait. It'll be great. But let's move on to some NFL football. Pew, 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 pew. And I'm going to say right now, there was no, there's no Thursday night, and there's no Monday night. And I'm picking... Mostly AFC games this week, just because the AFC is still open for grabs for some teams to get into the playoffs in seeding ways. While in the NFC, everyone is pretty much it has been pretty much locked up for the playoffs. Besides, obviously, the NFC East, you know, the shittiest division of all. But who cares? So, but there is one NFC game I'm picking, and it's obviously the Sunday night game because that's going to be probably the game of the year. But let's start. I've got two noon games, two 3 p.m. games in the Sunday night game, but let's get right into it. 5 and 10 Chargers versus the 11 and 4 Chiefs. Chiefs want to win to keep hope alive for the two seed if somehow the Patriots lose to the Dolphins. 
I have the Chiefs winning 27-6, giving up two field goals. Still no touchdowns. I do not think Phillip Rivers can throw for a touchdown. The Chiefs defense is peaking at the right time, headed into the playoffs. And as a Chiefs fan, I'm very excited for this. I cannot wait. I will love it. Can't wait to see what they can do in the playoffs. The one worry is I hope and pray they don't have to face the Titans in the first round. That's the only team I don't want to see in the first round. Titans kind of scare me. But let's move on to the other 12 p.m. game. I'm going with it. I'm going with it. The 4-11 Dolphins versus the 12-3 Patriots, man. The Dolphins always find a way to win a game against the Patriots. Last year, obviously, the Miami Miracle with the laterals. Can they do it again this year? As a Chiefs fan, I want them to, but as a podcaster, I do not think they can. The Patriots win 24-10. Their defense scores yet again another touchdown. Somehow, someway, the Patriots will find a way to score a touchdown on a turnover against the Dolphins. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, he doesn't have a run game. They rely too much on him. I just don't think he can do that much. Plus, that defense for the Dolphins is sus at points. With a sus defense and Tom Brady at quarterback, I don't care how bad his right receivers are, how bad his offensive line can be, how bad his run game can be. When you have a sus Dolphins team, soft defensive Dolphins team versus Tom Brady, Tom Brady's going to find a way to pickpocket that team, and he's going to find a way to win this game. Plus, they know what's at verge here. A buy or playing in the first round on Wild Card Weekend. So the Patriots win 24-10. Moving on to one of the 3 p.m. games. You have the 8-7 Titans versus the 10-5 Texans. Texans just beat the Titans earlier uh, two weeks ago, I want to say. They beat them. And they're going to do it again. The Texans win 27-23. Deshaun Watson uses his legs. If you stop Derrick Henry, I'm pre- you, you pretty much have stopped the Titans. Yeah, A.J. Brown's playing well. I'm going to give them that. that. A.J. Brown is playing out of his mind right now. That man has came out of nowhere the last couple weeks and shown up big for Ryan Tannehill. We'll see what he does this week. But if you stop Derrick Henry, the the offense for the Titans gets a little shaky. And I think the Texans will do that. The Texans' offense will do something different schematically and confuse the Titans a little bit. And the Texans win 27-23, which leaves the door open for my next matchup. The Raiders, 7-8 versus the Broncos, 6-9. Which, if the Titans lose, it gives the Raiders slim hopes to making the playoffs. But they still have a couple more games they have to get right, uh, have their go their way to win. But I want, I think the, Ra- the Raiders are going to win this game, 27-17. Drew Locke has had a very good four games that he has played. He's looked very well. The Raiders are just going to play with more heart and passion in this game because they know it's at the line because they need to win to even keep their chances of making the playoffs. So I do like the Raiders in this game, 27-17. Derek Carr does enough. Josh Jacobs gets the run game going like usual. Waller will get a touchdown. So yeah, the Raiders win, 27-17, 10-point game. Let's move on to what I think will be the game of the year. They've already pretty much had the game of the year, but this time it's in Seattle. Last time it was in San Francisco. But this time, 12-3, 49ers versus the 11-4 Seahawks. 49ers win, they lock up the one seed. If the 49ers lose, they drop 
to the wild card weekend. That's crazy. Seattle will take over the division, win the division. And I think Seahawks lose. I meant not Seahawks lose. 49ers lose. Seahawks win. Seahawks get the two instead of the one just because of the opponent strength. So the Saints would get the one. But also the Saints would have to win. So yeah, there's a lot of things in factor here. But if 49ers win, they lock up the one seed. And remember, Seahawks beat them earlier this year in overtime. I think the 49ers win this game. 49ers win 31-27. George Kittle's going to have two touchdowns. The run game's going to be there for the def- uh, the run game's going to be there for the offense for the 49ers and then Nick Bosa and that defense of the 49ers will do their job. I think the Seahawks losing uh Josh Gordon's hurting them badly and it showed last week when they lost to the Cardinals. I I think if the 49ers can get to Russell Wilson with some different schemes and stop uh, the run game, they win this game. You get Russell Wilson out of their comfort zone, you've won this game. You want to keep Russell Wilson in the pocket. It's kind of weird to say that. You don't. It's like Patrick Mahomes. You don't want him to run outside the pocket because that's when the magic starts happening with Russell Wilson, just like it does with Patrick Mahomes. Keep him inside the pocket, which I think they can do with Nick Bosa on the other side. And then that defense, the defense line can play. That secondary for the 49ers can play. It's going to be a great game. I can't wait to watch it on the cruise. Uh, that's going to be fun. And so 49ers win. Lock up the one seed in the AF, NFC. Obviously, Baltimore locks up the, had locked up the AFC for the one seed. But I'm going to give you... What the prediction? My predictions will be for the seeding and playoff spots. One for the AFCs, the Ravens. Two Patriots. Three will be the Chiefs. Four Texans. Five it will be the Bills. Six will be the Titans. I don't want to see them face the Chiefs, but they're going to face the Chiefs. Yes, I said the Raiders will win. Yes, I said the Titans will lose. But there still needs to be something that happens in between there. And I just don't see it all happening for them. I could see the Steelers making it, but I don't know if the Steelers can win. Like, I just don't know what the Steelers up. The sixth spot is up for grabs with three teams. You have the Raiders, Steelers, and Titans. And my best bet would be the Titans. So I'm going with the Titans. So those are those six for right there for the AFC. The NFC is the one. will be the 49ers, two. Saints, three Packers, four Cowboys, five Vi- uh, five, five Seahawks, six Vikings? Yeah, that sounds about right. Which then means Seahawks are going to destroy the Eagles. <laughs> and the Vikings and Packers meet again. But luckily for Kirk Cousins this time, it won't be on Monday night. So yeah, but I mean, we'll see. I will be back for a podcast the week after wildcard play. So I will miss my predi- you'll, I will miss predicting wildcard games, which will stink, but it's okay. So I'll miss the wildcard weekend, but I'll be back for the divisional round, which is awesome. But I hope you all love listening to it. I want to thank you all for always tuning in to listen to the podcast. It's been awesome. 
from the support and the views I get. I'm not here for the money. I'm here to get myself out there. Listen, like, doing this is what I want to do. I don't care about the money and all that. I care about making these, putting a smile on the listener's face. So I want to thank you all for tuning in. I hope you all have a great New Year's Eve. Stay safe. And I love you all. And guess what? I'm going to enjoy myself on this cruise, even though I'm going to miss some of the NFL games. But, like I said, I love you all. Hope you all have a great New Year's Eve. And peace.